church. One of the, the great things I believe is there's, we have so many talented people, gifted in many areas. June Fellhauer is one of those people. And she should, if you missed her last talk, uh, get it on, on DVD. It's amazing. She's going to bless us tonight. So would you welcome Jordan's mom? <laughs> June Fellhauer. <laughs> I'm kind of used to being somebody's mom or Jay's wife. Um, it is really an honor to be here again tonight. I, I really do appreciate you having me back. And it really was an honor to listen to Jordan sing. A few days ago, Jordan came to me and she goes, Mom, do you know God has answered one of my prayers? And I said, really, what? And she said, I've always wanted to sing when you speak. <laughs> I was honored by that. Well, before we get into the word, um, I asked Kirk if I might just take a moment and speak to the parents that have high school or middle-aged girls. Moms and dads, do you know that one out of every four teenage girls between the ages of 14 and 18, 14 to 19, will contact a sexually transmitted disease? Do you know that 1.4 million babies will be aborted this year? The chances of your daughter staying married to her original spouse is about 50%. I have some friends that are administrators in our local high schools, and they tell me that the sexual activity during school hours and at school events will blow your mind what they see. Are you like me? Are you sick and tired of the sexual culture ruining our kids' lives, ruining their self-esteem, ruining their futures, ruining their health? Well, we at Wake Up Ministries want to change this. We believe we are going to change the paradigm shift and that being pure and having high moral values is going to be the popular thing, not the unattainable thing. But we need your help. This fall, September 18th, we will be hosting our third annual Wake Up Sleeping Beauty kickoff. And we are believing, our prayer team is praying for 72 moms to come forward and host a small group for girls in your home. Now moms, it's so easy. All you need to do is plug in a video and then you will just listen and love and, and fellowship with these girls one night a week for seven weeks. Can you imagine what is going to happen when our kids don't just learn the word, but they start walking in the word? You guys, there will be no more abortions. There will be no more STDs. There will be happy families and bright futures for our kids. Amen? Amen. Dads, we need you too. Because we need you to support your wife and your daughter in this. I know you care about her future. Will you encourage your wife today to go home, get on wakeupsleepingbeauty.com, and register as a leader? You don't have to know who the girls are right now. Just register, get the kit, and then come on the 18th, and we will distribute these kits. And they are beautiful. When you register at a group, you will get seven of these and your DVD. Dads, will you promise me to take her home and encourage her to get signed up? Amen? Because in September, we are going to change the paradigm shift right here, starting in Grand Junction. Will you join me? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Kirk asked me to speak, and he said, June, 
knowing how much I love Torah, okay? Now, for those of you who missed me last time, Torah is the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Now, the word Torah actually means loving instructions or habits. But the reason I love Torah so much is that it is the foundation for our faith, and it's filled with pictures. If we can get the pictures, then our New Testament is going to come alive. It's going to explode for us as we get these pictures. So Kirk asked me, June, will you give us the Torah picture of the Exodus, Passover, to the New Testament Passover where Jesus did communion. So I had to pray about this. The picture is simply this. A groom must provide, protect, and give pleasure to his bride. Now, are there any wake-up sleeping beauty girls in here? Rachel, raise your hand. Oh, they're in the back. There's a few here. Jordan, get your hands up. Okay, so these girls actually know what pleasure means. It's conjugal rights. You'll have to go look that up. Now, the bride has one job. She must simply believe her groom. So the picture is groom. You must protect, provide, and give pleasure to your bride. Brides, you must simply believe. Now, before we go to the Torah part tonight, will you go with me to the Lord in prayer? Heavenly Father, we are so grateful to be here tonight. I praise you for this band. I praise you for the worship. I praise you, Lord, that we can freely come here tonight. Father, I ask that um, you would forgive us of our sins. This whole congregation, Lord God, that you forgive us of the sins that we know of and the ones that we don't know of, Father. And I'm asking, Lord God, that you would rain down here tonight. Your spirit would be so apparent here. I'm asking that you provide for us, you protect us, and you be intimate with us here tonight, Lord God. And we praise you and we praise you in your holy name. Amen. When Jordan was about nine years old, she put on her little backpack and headed out the front door to the bus stop. It was a normal school day, or so I thought. A few moments after Jordan left, I heard the door slam, so I went around the corner to see what was there, and Jordan is standing at the door, breathing heavily. <sighs> I'm like, Jordan, what is wrong? She goes, oh, Mom. As I was walking to the bus stop, a coyote came out of the trees and into the front pasture. As it's staring at me, it crosses our driveway and goes into our front pond. Mom, it scared me to death. I came running back to the house. I said, now, Jordan, that coyote is probably more afraid of you than you are of him. She wasn't buying that, not for one minute. So I tried to protect her and give her a little comfort, and I said, Jordan, how about if I walk you to the bus stop? Mom, I'm never going to that bus stop again unless you drive me. <laughs> now keep in mind, the bus stop from our front door is an eight iron. That's 125 yards for you non-golfers. And I'm like, Jordan, I can walk you. I'm not going. So like any good mom, for the rest of the year, 
I drove Jordan to the bus stop. Now, just a few days later, my husband is in his home office and he yells, June, you've got to come see this. So I run in there and coming out of those same trees is a big brown bear. It goes across our driveway, but it doesn't go to the front pond. It comes up into the yard just feet from our window. Then it goes down to the pump house and raises up on its hind legs as if to say, I am the king of this place. Until our dog, the Rottweiler Dolly, said, oh, no, you aren't. And she took off chasing this bear. Jay yells, Dolly, stop. And I'm telling you, it's the first time ever that that dog has minded on the first call. She dug her heels in as if to say, thank you, master. I didn't know what I was going to do once I got there. Now, Jay and I, unlike Jordan, were pumped up about this. We knew the season. We knew there was a famine up on the hills, and we knew these bears were coming down. We felt like God had given us this present. Here's all these houses in Grand Junction, and we get to see this most amazing sight. We're high-fiving each other going, we're so loved by God. At this time, sleepy little Jordan comes down the stairs, and we said, Jordan, You have got to go see the bear that Dolly just traced up in the tree. She looked at us, and she goes, I've been trying to tell you people it's dangerous out there. (laughs) Well, I think this is where the disciples are. You see, they have been with Jesus. And they were there when he came into Jerusalem and they were singing, Hosanna in the highest and blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They were throwing palm branches down and worshiping him. In just two short days, they saw the coyotes coming out of the trees. The Pharisees were no longer a fan. They were trying to kill him. The people's whole attitude had begun to change. And Jesus said in Matthew 26, 2, You know that after two days, the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man is to be handed over for crucifixion. I can just see the disciples. We've been trying to tell you, it's dangerous out there. And Jesus is saying to them, no, I've been trying to tell you. I am so crazy in love with you. I am so nuts about you. If you will get this picture of the Passover, if you will get this season, you will be watching from your window so excited about what's going on. John, do you remember how I've told you about the manna and the living water? Do you remember how I told you about the Exodus and how they came out of Egypt? Do you remember all of these stories? We've been here for three and a half years, guys. You've got to get the picture. Will you go back with me to Exodus 3, verse 7? And while you're getting there, I want to set this up for us. Mo 